0: 702. The
1: UK report with Adam Gilchrist.
0: Hi, Adam. We haven't mentioned Brexit for ooh, at least a couple of days. I see there's criticism over the lack of planning.
1: Yes, that one of those things. It's one of those stories. Brexit comes and goes, and every now and again we get excited about it. And it just so happens all of this sort of came at once. That the Italian Prime Minister Matteo Renzi told us Britain will have no special rights or privileges compared to any other non-EU country. I mean, I suppose you could argue why should we? On the other hand, we have been in the EU for some time. German business leader Markus Kerber says Brexit has to be a clean break and not a fudge, not even a watered-down fudge. Which kind of sounds unappetizing and then there's the uk's own institute for government a think tank who is calling on the prime minister Theresa may to stop the squabbling stop the infighting and do some actual planning there may be stuff going on but it's not visible and there are certainly although there have been some very positive signs with the economy or on the whole slightly positive signs nonetheless people want to know where they're going to be and where what's going to happen within the next two years there's that feeling john that as a country we're kind of inching towards the edge of the diving board but we're still in danger of falling off it out of the eu rather than jumping with a sense of purpose and i think we probably want to do that
0: (laughs) nobody has a clue what's going to happen and i see there's another resignation in this sex abuse inquiry this sounds like it's in turmoil adam
1: Oh, it's such an important thing as well, and it, it does feel like it, and for the victims of sex abuse and others who were to, really trying to get to the bottom of what had gone on with all the various problems that we've had over the past five to ten years, this really does not help. So the most senior lawyer who's been working on this investigation has now stood down, and so has his deputy. Uh, we're now on the fourth chairman of the inquiry within six months. Four chairmen, two senior lawyers gone, um the basic thing is it's meant to be getting to the bottom of all these various paedophile rings that were reported in Rotherham, some of the well-known VIP scandals, Jimmy Savile, etc., whether the police have been failing uh, to protect children from abuse and whether social services are to blame – to, to, to Deal with the whole thing and tell us how we can stop it ever happening again. And this just does not help. Six or five very high-profile resignations and a team that is not getting anywhere fast.
0: No, it doesn't look good at all. And let's get back to Big Sam. I still haven't recovered from the disappointment of Big Sam. So soccer sleaze is the big story at the moment.
1: It's still around, and I, I suppose will be for some time, but I, I just think this is very interesting. One one quote, I mean, there have been so many people talking about it, and talking about sleaze, entrapment, shame, that sort of stuff. Uh, Allardyce himself used the word entrapment, and the papers used the word shame about him. I think if we threw in the words arrogant, greedy, and idiot, then you pretty much get the picture, but... <laughs> Tellingly, the chairman of the English Football Association, effectively the head of the English game, Greg Clark, says they simply don't have the power to root out financial wrongdoing. So the governing body is effectively saying that they can't govern the game. So all that stuff about a corrupt FIFA and a corrupt set bladder, we were throwing stones from glass houses. We just didn't know it at the time.
0: Absolutely. Let's not even mention our football and some of the questions that have to be answered there going back to the World Cup. Thanks very much indeed, Adam.